welcome to the Serendipity Podcast. My name is Sean. A very warm welcome to you. Thank you for finding your way here. It's great to have you. The idea of this podcast is to tell stories with serendipity as their central theme. My theory is that by increasing our awareness of serendipity in our lives, we will experience more of it. To me, serendipity is one of the greatest feelings we can experience as human beings. It is defined as the occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy or beneficial way. The title song you heard at the beginning is a piece of serendipity in itself. I recently bought a new suite of audio software. In it, there are hundreds of different instruments and sounds. I felt like a kid in a candy store using it. That song came about by just experimenting with the software. It just sort of came out of nowhere. I'd like to begin by sharing a few stories of serendipity in my own life, but I hope that in time, you the listener will also share some of yours and I'll be able to tell those. The first story I want to share with you is what inspired the idea for the podcast. In order to give you a bit more context, I'll first share some information about myself. I'm from Ireland and I moved over to the US about 10 years ago. I first lived in Arizona for almost a year and have been in the Chicago area ever since. This story is about finding a wonderful connection between where I live now and my homeland. Last year, myself and my girlfriend decided to take a road trip to St. Louis to visit a friend of hers. St. Louis is about a five and a half hour drive from here. So we headed down and when we were about 50 miles from the city of St. Louis, we stopped in a small town in southern Illinois called Mount Olive. At first glance, there's not much going on here. There was a gas station, a high school, and an abandoned bar. But I also saw a large ornate sign for a mining cemetery. I didn't pay too much attention at the time. We continued on our journey. We had a fantastic weekend in St. Louis. I highly recommend visiting if you ever get the chance. When we got back, I couldn't stop thinking about Mount Olive and its mining cemetery. I wanted to know more about the story behind it. So I did some research. Mount Olive Mining Cemetery is the resting place of many men that were killed in the Battle of Verdun. It is also the resting place of a fascinating woman by the name of Mother Jones. Mary Mother Jones 
was born in County Cork in Ireland in 1837. She was born into a poor and humble family. Her father was a US citizen and when she was about 10 years old, he relocated the family to Canada. She finished her education there and then the family moved south to the US. She married, had two of her own children in addition to raising two of her husband's children. They lived in Mississippi. A yellow fever epidemic broke out and tragically her husband and their four children perished. After this, she moved to Chicago and began working as a dressmaker. While she was in this job, she was working in the decadent houses of many wealthy people and became acutely aware of the enormous disparity between the wealthy and the poor classes in Chicago. She became involved in the labor movement as a consequence of this. She began to fight for the rights of working people in the city through organizing for the labor unions. As she grew in prominence, she became involved in the national labor movement and started to travel the length and breadth of the country. Working conditions in America at this time were horrendous for most people. People were paid a pittance for working in the mines and factories. They were paid so awfully that they had to have their children work with them. There were no workplace safety laws. People lost limbs and were killed by machinery on a regular basis. People regularly worked 16 to 18 hour workdays and received no time off. The miners were underground with no sunlight for this time period. Mother Jones described them as looking completely gaunt and hunched over. What kind of life was this for a person? The companies also set up towns across America where they controlled every amenity. The store, the local hotel, and the houses occupied by the workers were all owned by the company. Workers were also commonly paid in company scrip, which was a company currency. This meant that if a worker tried to leave, their money was useless anywhere else. Mother Jones went into these towns and organized thousands of workers to join unions and strike for better conditions. She also regularly met with politicians all over the country. Governors, senators, representatives, mayors, and even President Wilson a couple of times. She pulled no punches in these meetings and told these men to their faces that they were responsible for the misery and squalor that had been inflicted on the people. The companies were afraid of her and would forbid her from coming to their towns. 
When a local worker's family would welcome her to their home, if the company caught wind of it, they would evict the family from their home. A senator at the time branded her the most dangerous woman in America. The companies sent their private militias to try to kill her and her associates many times throughout the years. In spite of all this, she never gave up the fight. As a result of the actions of Mother Jones and others, we now have workplace safety regulations, the eight-hour workday, paid time off, and the abolition of child labor. This may have never happened or taken far longer had it not been for her. Mother Jones died in 1930 at the age of 93. I think the reason she lived to this remarkable age is due to her drive to fight for people's rights, which she continued to do right up until a few years before her death. Learning about her grit and determination inspired me and also made me very proud that an Irish woman had such a positive impact on my adopted home. This concludes the end of episode one of the Serendipity podcast. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at serendipity underscore pod and share your stories. You can also email serendipitypodcast at yahoo.com. I'll see you again soon.